Hello again, this is World Pastor Tony Alamo. This is program number 704. If you'd like to have a copy of it, Sharon will tell you how at the end of the program. All you need to do is tell us what uh, you desire to have, and it would be a CD or an audio tape. They're both free, including the postage and handling. Um, I have a strong message from the Lord today. We're going to be doing, uh, uh, still reading and uh, expounding on the book of uh, Hebrews. Also, I've got some music and letters, but right now let's pray. Father, we thank and praise your holy name that you um, let us know everything that's right and everything that's wrong. Now, now marriage throughout the entire Bible is uh, with one man, and a woman, and now some, uh, it's also legal. And uh, some of these people are saying on the news media, these half-wits that are not really uh, born again of the Spirit, and they just want to expound. That's what I call them half-wits for. Not even half-wits, because what they're doing is they're trying to, they're saying, yeah, they're doing these things based on uh, the Bible, as though the Bible were nothing, and that they... Uh, a stinking newscaster. Now, mind you, my brother was one of the best newscasters going. He was uh, had the number one program in Nashville, Tennessee, Father. And uh, they say, but you can't uh, judge things by the Bible. Well, Father, you're the only judge that there really is. And therefore, <clears throat> we know that marriage uh, can be with uh, one man and many wives. Uh, when Eve sinned, she became subservient uh, to the man. And uh, if the man, uh, according to the freedom of religion, and that is based on the Bible, then marriage is one man and a woman, or one man and two women or more. But never... With two, huh, two men or two women. Never or ever is it that way. And so therefore, Lord, we pray that you're going to explain these things. All throughout the Bible, you explain them. And anyone that would come up against your word with such vehemence is a demon out of hell. And they need to shut their mouths because their torture in hell is going to be abundant and it's going to be forever and father i pray that you allow me to expound on these straight from you because you are my god you are my shepherd the lord is our shepherd if we allow him to be our shepherd um we won't want for anything but all these homosexuals and lesbians they want for everything they want for everything. And some of them, you may see some of them as president of the United States and with vicious uh, things that they do. But they're ill. They're very ill in their head and in their bodies as well. And they themselves are homosexual. And uh, this is not what the Bible means. It's always been with man and woman. Man and woman, so that they can appropriate, so that they can have more children.
And the Lord wants children, not you stinking devils that forbid marriage, you evil bunch of weasels. The Lord rebuked thee, and the Lord put out his hand against you, and Father God, put your hand down on them and rebuke them, and if they don't begin abiding by your word, destroy them, because we don't need any more of these kind of people on this earth. Lord, let souls be saved, and let the um, church, the body of Christ, the true body of Christ, there's only one body of Christ. He doesn't have many bodies, and it's impossible for anyone to enter the kingdom of heaven without having Christ living in them. And so, therefore, Lord, uh, we ask that you rebuke the people that are false and let everyone receive your word in the church. The body of Christ be strengthened in Jesus' mighty name. Rebuke Satan and shut every door to him and frustrate him. And also make every make a way for us, Lord, because you made a way for us. And uh, make a way, open every door for us that you want to be open for us. Uh, for we ask it, Lord, we don't want anything unless it's of you. So don't let us get into a snare. Father, we ask it in Jesus' Mighty name, sincerely, in Jesus' name. And everyone says amen. Amen. All right. Now here is uh, the stamps with J.D. Sumner. J.D. Sumner and the Stamps Quartet is saying, God made a way. Okay, we're uh, 
currently in the thirteenth um, chapter of Hebrews, and we're also at verse four, which says, "Marriage is honorable." And marriage means man and woman, because when God created man and took woman out of his side, that was the setup, the deal, is marriage is a met with a man and woman, or according to the scriptures, not newscasters, cheap two-bit newscasters, especially possessed with the devil, not with two men or uh, two women or more, but uh, it's like with a man and woman or man and uh, women nowadays. And uh, has been the same and always will be same. And the, mar- the bed, so, and the bed must be undefiled. In other words, can't be a man with a man. Uh, these people, they uh, they sow, but they can't reap because a man cannot have a baby. And they're trying to do movies now showing that men can bring forth babies. And they're using a morphodite to, you know, that got pregnant or something that was more woman than man. But whoremongers and adulterers, God will judge. And also homosexuals, of course, God has shown us in the Old Testament that he has rained fire down on homosexuals in Sodom and Gomorrah. Now, Sodom is man with men and women with women, sodomy. All right, now we're going to read this from the Spanish Bible. I'm going to call one of the sisters here to read it. Go ahead. It says um, in verse 4 that marriage is to be honorable in everything, and the bed is to be without stain or blemish. That means can't be with a homosexual or a lesbian. Can't be two lesbians and two homos. Okay, then what? And the fornicators and the adulterers, God will judge. Right. All right, that's right. He will judge. So, you know, is marriage outside of um, the Lord or having um, fornication or adultery, that is the bed is stained, very stained. And I know what a bunch of you are thinking, so don't think that you know more than I do because you don't. All right, so that uh, was verse 4. And it says about the same thing in the Spanish Bible. means the same thing for sure. And uh, all the Bibles um, that are legitimate say the same thing. There's a bunch of illegitimate Bibles. Verse 5, let your conversation be without covetousness. In other uh, words, you know, I've heard some people in Beverly Hills and Bel Air and um, Truesdale Estates and Pacific Palisades out here say, you know, how did she get him? Let your conversation be without covetousness. Uh, she got him because she um, 
either he has a lot of money, this is the way it is out in the world, or else uh, he really loves her, and if she does it, she's uh, all uh, bent out of shape for the money. And be content, you covetous people, with such things as you already have. Because covetousness is so bad because what it is is that you doubt God, that God is able to give you the same sort of thing that he gives uh, to the person that you're, the things that the person that you're coveting their things has. Well, I can't have him, she said. Well, you'll have whatever the Lord gives you, which is best for you. Like we know that the Lord gave Eve to Adam because he was taken right out, uh, she was taken right out of his rib, one of his ribs. And isn't that wonderful to know exactly who God made for you from before the foundation of the world? Uh, that's the way it was with Susie and myself. He chose, neither one of us would have picked each other, but when we found out that we were the exact perfect match from God. I mean, it was wonderful to know that. And there were supernatural things that happened with us all the time. Like if things were really bad and she was fretting or something, I said, come over here. And I said, now look in my eyes because every time we looked in our eyes, we felt our spirit, my spirit going into her eyes and her spirit going into my eyes and we feel the presence of the Lord very strongly and thus remember the way that the Lord gave us visions, each one of us, is that we are to be married. And that was so wonderful because then we'd start laughing because the Spirit of the Lord would come down and this would tell us, you're of the Lord, you have a place in heaven, you're both doing good. Just don't weaken. Don't uh, fall away. Uh, it's, and that's what the Lord is saying. If you're covetous, and be content with what, you, what you, such things as you have. For he, the Lord has said, I will never leave thee nor forsake thee. So if you've got the, the things that God wants you to have, Look into the eyes of them, or it, whatever it is, and know that the Lord will never leave or forsake you because you follow the scriptures. Well, we don't follow the scriptures. Some people would say there's people in my own church. A lot of them, most of them do follow the Lord. I mean, there's just a lot of them that do, but there's also some that don't. And... Um, I'll never leave thee, nor forsake thee. Well, see, you're saying that. No, I said Jesus said that, but he also said if you turn your back on him, he'll turn his back on you. The problem is that you folks out there have left Jesus. So you can't blame him for saying something that's wrong. He said, I would have never left you, and I would have never forsaken you. But what did you do? You went and turned your back on me and started living a life that was not uh, scriptural. And therefore, I pulled my spirit from you, just as I did Samson. When Samson um, told the secret, 
and uh, allowed himself to be the prey of some woman. The man is supposed to be in charge, and no matter if a woman is trying to con you around, it's disgusting to me that any man would allow some woman to do that. And today the Antichrist government is exalting women above man, and that is another disgusting thing. If it isn't uh, homosexuality, lesbianism, fornication, adultery, handing out condoms in school, uh, raising women above men, and everything they're doing is false and wrong. To me, uh, the women are uh, to be under subjection to the man. That is, in the Lord. Now, if you're not in the Lord, they don't have to be subject under subjection to you. Because uh, you're a bad example. You're not saved. You're not to be listened to because uh, a lot of you men are reprobates. If you're not with the Lord, you're rejected of the Lord. So he says, uh, the Lord says, I'll never leave thee nor forsake thee. Isn't that wonderful? That is if you're keeping my commandments. Verse 6, if you're not covetous. Verse 6, so that we may boldly say, the Lord is my helper. But if you don't have the Lord as your Savior, then he's not your helper. So many people cry out to God and say, Why did God do this to me? Well, why? Because he's not your helper. He's your enemy. You've made him uh, your enemy because you don't listen to him. And he's the last word. He's the only word that needs to be obeyed. And that's why these two-bit... Uh, phony uh, people that just because they're on the air like my brother was and like I used to be just because they're on the air so many people just worship them and they worship women just like the pagans did in Greece they worship Diana Diane or Diana just everybody and you see that happening today and it's uh, disgusting. And then they claim that you're homosexual if you don't worship a woman. No, uh, you're, to me, a, a wimp if you do. And uh, you're a homosexual if you go to bed with a man. Whether you're a pitcher or a catcher. And I will not fear what man shall do unto me. So, verse 6, so that we may boldly say... The Lord is my helper, and I will not fear what man shall do unto me. I don't fear what man shall do unto me, because the Lord is not only my shepherd, but he's also uh, my Lord. And I, uh, he says he'll never forsake me, because I haven't forsaken him. And therefore, if somebody tries to harm me, God will harm you. You want to try? People have been trying for years, you know. And uh, you can take a shot at it. All right? Verse 7. Remember them which have the rule over you. Now, this this verse, uh, there's similar verses in this chapter to say the same thing. If uh, I wouldn't have rule over the people in my uh, church, I'd put them out. 
Uh, there's some, uh, there's, uh, I encountered people that lie to me in the church, and I encountered people that don't do anything in the church. And the Bible says that we're to be viable members of one body. And all the members are to be functioning, a functioning part of the body of Christ, the Bible says. All right, now, so remember us, which uh, those or them, which have the rule over you, who have spoken unto you the word of God. Well, have I spoken unto you folks the word of God? Hmm, what did we, hmm. The other one says, amen. All of them didn't respond. That's what I'm talking about, folks. There's only a few of us in this office here, uh, this hotel room, where we're broadcasting from, and they're disobedient. You're supposed to say yay or nay, and they don't. They go, hmm, and some don't even answer. The Bible tells us that we are to communicate one to another. And if somebody asks you something, you're supposed to say yes or no. And if it's of the Lord, you're supposed to say yes, unless you're just lying. So remember them which have the rule over you, who have spoken unto you the word of God. Isn't that right? Yes. Now you hear him go, okay. Whose faith follow. Okay, I have faith to follow the Lord, and so people are supposed to follow me. Considering the end of their conversation. Well, most people, uh, you know, in a lot of churches don't even converse. They leave that up to the preacher or the teacher. But the Bible says that we all have been called for Christ with his Father by the Spirit to live in and to work in. Verse 8. Jesus Christ, the same yesterday. Now, listen to this. Jesus Christ was is the same yesterday when he allowed polygamy, and today when he allows polygamy, and forever will he allow polygamy. And he'll allow everything that he says in the Bible that he says. Verse 8, Jesus Christ, the same yesterday, and he, he, that's the word. Jesus Christ is the word of God. And the word of God is the same yesterday and today and forever. Don't forget that, you two-bit radio announcers and you satanic, antichrist, homosexuals, and child molesters out there. He's the same. And when he says, and when you see that he barbecued Sodom and Gomorrah, Realize that he's going to do the same thing to you today. He's going to burn the whole world up with all you people or weasels. He doesn't even consider you as uh, anything other than trash or chaff, he says, or goats. Well, why are you just against it? Because you, I don't want you people to be uh, making passes at my boy. My boy uh, does a lot of communicating and stuff, and uh, he says that the homosexuals are after him all the time, wherever he goes. And I don't like you bastards, and bastards is not a profanity. If you listen to my programs, I've expressed 
that if you're not of the Lord, then you're bastards. You don't have God for your father. That is not a profane word. It's a word that is used in the Bible, all right? And tells you what you are. So Jesus Christ, the word of God, is the same yesterday and today. No liar shall enter the kingdom of heaven and forever. Feeble attempts don't amount to even a grain of dust. Feeble attempts. Whenever the Lord tells me to do something, I do it. Like, for instance, I told one of the uh, people in the church to hem up some trousers and they said to buy a sewing machine. I know you can get them for anywhere from 10 to $100 used ones. And you can even buy some new ones for $100 because I, am a per, uh, I approve everything purchased in the church. And... Uh, and though the actor has does such things. So I put another uh, woman that I know is very diligent on the phone. She found it within five minutes. So the one that uh, I asked first is a nothing. Jesus Christ, the same yesterday, today, and forever. And if you lie, no liar shall enter the kingdom of heaven. Forever the Lord is the same. He's not at the judgment bar of God. If he said to David, I gave you all these women. I gave you the daughters of Saul. I gave you his wives. I gave the people of the women from Judah to you. Ninety-nine wives. And if that wasn't enough, I would have given you as many as you would have asked for. Why did you commit adultery with that woman? That man only had one wife. Why? So, Jesus, the word of God, is the same yesterday and today and forever. Okay, homosexuals, two-bit announcers, uh, and two-bit talk show hosts that come against the word of God say, they got a lot of nerve basing it on the Bible that you can't, that you could have wives. Everything is based on the Bible with we Christians. Only you reprobates, you people that are operating under delusions that God has given you to make you believe a lie that your souls might be damned forever. That's your version of what's right and wrong. But folks, we have to go by what God's version of what's right and wrong. Otherwise, we're not going to spend eternity in heaven. We're going to hell. Well, but that was the old time. Jesus Christ, the word of God, the same yesterday, today, and forever. Doesn't make any difference when he said it. It's the same yesterday, today, and forever. Okay? Okay. Now, be not carried about with divers and strange doctrines like these bastards do today the whole world is carried away with uh, or carried about this way and that way they listen to see who's going to win the argument the argument is over when god says it that settles it all right and let's go on with the uh, life in christ so uh, it's a commandment this is a commandment, and if you break one, you've broken them all. Be not carried about with different kinds 
and strange doctrines like you shall not marry. It's okay to, for men to have sex with men and women with women. That's okay. Don't do that. Don't be that way. For it is a good thing that the heart be established with power. God's power. If there's no power in the uh, filth that the media is teaching you today because the homosexual antichrist cult is telling everybody that it's all right to be a homosexual. There's life on other planets. There's no such thing like that, folks. This is uh, strange doctrines, different kind of doctrines than the Lord, different and strange doctrines. But the Lord is the solid rock. His word is solid. You can stand on it, count on it, rely on it, have faith in it, have confidence in the doctrine of the Lord. For it is a good thing that the heart be established with power, not with meats which have not uh, profited them that have been occupied therein. I mean, people are saying, well, the homosexuals especially, did you ever go to so-and-so restaurant? Oh, it's just divine. <laughs> They're occupied with all different things other than what the Word of God says. Now, verse 10, we have an altar whereof they have no right to eat which uh, serve the uh, tabernacle. We lay our lives down on the altar and we just eat what the Lord tells us to eat and we do what the Lord tells us to do. Where they have no right to eat which serve the uh, tabernacle. Okay, because it's uh, for the priests uh, back then. And today, it's uh, we have no right to eat which has served the tabernacle. We're to eat the word of God and to, to eat whatever is convenient. Verse 11, for, and the Lord tells you, uh, and Paul tells us uh, by the Holy Spirit, to eat at home. But don't come to the altar to come to communion and drink and eat until you're drunk and, and stuffed full of food. He said, have you not houses to eat in? So we have an altar whereof they have no right to eat which serve the tabernacle. And we are the tabernacle of the Lord, aren't we? Yeah. All right, so uh, you don't let the tabernacle tell us what to do, but the tabernacle allows the Lord to tell them what to do and us to do. Verse 11, for the bodies of those beasts whose blood is... Uh, 
brought into the sanctuary. Now let's talk in the Old Testament. Uh, by the high priest for sin are burned without the camp. Verse 12, Wherefore Jesus also that he might sanctify the people with his own blood suffered without the gate. So they used to do these things outside the gate. And so the Lord to prove that he was the true sacrifice is suffered on the cross on top of the hill. Golgotha Hill. That's outside the camp. Now the walls of Jerusalem are below and uh, he had to go outside the camp to be killed on the uh, cross. Suffered without the gate. Outside the gate. Verse 13, let us go forth, therefore, unto him without the camp. So if we're his body, we have to go outside the world. Because we can't be like the world. Or we can't let the world set policy for us. When the word of God tells us that he is the policy maker. And that if we don't obey what he says, we're going to hell on the lake of fire. Let us go forth, therefore, as Christ did, unto him without the camp, bearing his reproach. Okay, so we're not like the world, so the world starts trying to make fun of us. But we don't care. It doesn't mean anything to us, because we know if they don't receive salvation, they're going to hell. And we're not if we continue on in the Lord. Because even though he says that he'll never leave or forsake us, he will depart from us if we depart from him. We become uh, like dogs, uh, going back to their vomit, and we uh, become like uh, uh, sows that go back to the wallowing in the mire. Let us go forth, therefore, unto him without the camp. Let's not be involved in the world. Let's go without the camp, bearing his reproach. For um, Verse 14, For here have we no continuing city. I mean, they ask where we live. I live right at the throne of the living God. That's why uh, he says that we sit there with him in heavenly places. But we seek one another city to come. So for uh, here have we no continuing city. Well, they say, where are you from, Detroit? No, I'm from heaven. Okay, that's what I'm seeking for. I have no certain living place. Uh, there's a, I live in an office. I have one room in a, uh, a building that has many rooms. And uh, this is uh, where I live temporarily, but I have a place in the kingdom of heaven already. For here we have no continuing city, but we seek one to come. That's the city where the Lamb is the light. Verse 15, by him, therefore, let us offer the sacrifice 
of praise to God continually. Oh, everybody's praise the Lord, praise the Lord. What for? Because uh, we let uh, by by Him, therefore, let us offer the uh, sacrifice of praises to God continually. Why? Because He's guaranteed us that we have uh, that is the fruit of our lips, giving thanks to His name. Well, what is his name? His name is the Word of God. And so many people forget that. Otherwise, the Lord wouldn't keep putting that on my heart to tell you. The Bible says that the reproof of the Word of God is the way of life. So you hear me keep saying the same things. That's because you and many other people need to hear it over and over again. Just like you hear the filth in the world, you need to hear the truth more than the filth because the truth will set you free but the lies that you're absorbing into your spirit your mind your spirit your soul are sending your soul to hell verse 16 but to do good and to communicate forget not well i'll tell you one thing there's many a loss at this uh, church of mine and i know other churches have uh, lost because Real churches. I'm not talking about these great big churches that preach fallacy to you folks because a lot of people go there. The fornicators, the liars, the adulterers, the um, homosexuals, they'll fill auditoriums to some preacher that will tell them, Brother, you know the Lord loves you. Doesn't matter what you're doing. He's just going to take you into the kingdom of heaven and it just sounds so good that you want to go there and hear those lies but the bible tells us that um, we must but don't forget now uh, but to do good and to communicate the truth forget not because if you forget it then there's somebody that's going to be communicating lies to fill up the gap that you're not filling up. For with such sacrifices, God is well pleased. As a matter of fact, he lives in the praises and the thanksgiving of his saints. All oh, you lying dogs out there, you government and you media and you homosexual sympathizers and you homosexuals, you... Uh, this Muslim that's running for president wants. We have an article here that states that these people in Florida are allowing Muslims, renegade Muslims, to guard the blacks there. Don't you know that the, these people have been uh, proven to be terrorists now because they're angry about what Bush did, went over there and bombed their men, women, and their little tiny children over a dirty, stinking lie. And these people in Texas, uh, they're keeping the commandments of the Lord and the filthy government has gone in and taken their children away. Now they've given them back, but they're still trying to get them. That's how wicked and evil they are. And they're doing these things to see what the pulse of the American people will be. And really, there's not that much um, coming out of people that call themselves Christians. It's because they're not Christians. 
because Christians are united together as one body and they fight. They resist Satan and Satan flees from them. And so far, I thank and praise the Lord that my radio broadcast has done a lot of good for them. They're not that schooled. They need more schooling. And the attorneys have picked up on the things I've said, and they're fighting the case based on the word of God, which even our U.S. Constitution upholds. The freedom of religion to be able to preach the Bible without it being a condemnation against us, to be able to preach the Bible so that people can hear the truth and they can live and serve the Lord according to the dictates of their heart. I want to serve God, and by God, I will serve God. And you keep your filthy mouths shut, you phonies. You exalt homosexuality, so ones that's coming against these people in Texas are homosexuals, faggots, and lesbians who hate marriage. The Bible says those that hate marriage and forbid it are, these are doctrines of devils. And I want you weasels out there to know who you are. You're devils. Okay. Now, verse 17. Obey them that have the rule over you. Don't argue with them. If they're coming at you and they proved you to be wrong and they call you a liar, then you are a liar because they're not liars. They don't get messages from the Lord if they're liars. And when you say, no, that isn't true, then I know that you're not of the Lord for sure. So obey them that have the rule over you and submit yourselves for they watch for your souls. And the reason we do is not because of anything special that we like you. It's just that we know that our souls will go to hell if we don't. As they that must give account. I have to give account to God. If I see you lying and I don't say anything about it and I see you not accomplishing anything and I don't tell you anything, then I'm going to be accountable. They must give account to God that they may do it with joy. Yeah, because, yes, God, I, I have joy. I, I told that person, I told that woman, I told that man, and they, uh, the Lord says, that's all right. Yeah, you did what you were supposed to do, and so therefore I rejoice at the judgment seat or the mercy seat of Christ. And not with grief. I, I won't have grief there because I am really, really a person that will tell you what the Lord says, and if you're sinning, I will tell you. And not with grief, for that is unprofitable for you. Okay, because it'll be grievous if uh, the Lord says, I have to send that person so soul to hell because they didn't listen to you. They didn't obey those that have the rule over them. They died for nothing. Because you know what? They think God is nothing and that there is something. And that's why they're unpure. They're not real. They're not of the Lord. Okay, so Paul says, verse 18, pray for us, for we trust we have a good a conscience. 
I have a good conscience to ask you such a thing as that in all things, willing to live honestly and not lie. Even your actions, some people say, we're going to do something and then uh, they will not do it. But if uh, they see you coming, then they start doing something real fast. These are phonies. They're not worth having in the church. Verse 19. But I beseech you the rather to do this that I may be restored to you uh, the sooner. Because if you're not doing these things, God will not send me to you because he's, he doesn't want me to waste my time on you. Because you're, uh, you're scum. You're dust. Verse 20. Now, well, how can you say that, a pastor of a church? Be quiet, homosexual. Keep your place. Okay. Verse 20. Now the God of peace, and that means the God of peace, if you have peace with God, because you keep the commandments, you're saved and you keep the commandments. Now the God then to you of peace, that brought again from the dead our Lord Jesus, that great shepherd of the sheep, through the blood of the everlasting covenant. No, it's everlasting, the promise. It's an everlasting promise. You see now how the homosexual change is. He promises to let your soul go to heaven if you keep all the commandments. And the covenant also is, if you don't, your soul's going to hell. That's the, you read the covenant, the New Testament written in Christ's blood. That's the way it is. And if you try to argue with those that have the rule, God placed me over you, then you're not worth the powder to blow you up. Because it's an everlasting covenant. Do and you're saved. Don't and you're in hell. It says the covenant. Uh, let's do this again. Verse 20. Now the God of peace that brought again from the dead our Lord Jesus, that great shepherd of the sheep, uh, through the blood of the everlasting covenant. Verse 21. Make you perfect. Oh, my God, they say no one can be uh, perfect. Listen to that, Chuck. Okay, Chuck, Charles Stanley. The Lord says he'll make you perfect in every good work. And you people that say we don't have to work, well, then uh, listen to that. To do his will. Well, to do his will, I thought we could just sit around. The Lord says that we can just sit around. Does he say that? No, they're not even listening. You people are not even listening. Did God say you can sit around? No. Well, thank you. Here's just talking about uh, communication, and then you don't communicate. Verse 21, make you perfect in imperfect. Are people that lie and that don't do anything in the body of Christ perfect? No, they're devils. Make you perfect in every good work to do his will. Working in you that which is well-pleasing in his sight. 
you know, if I um, if I talk to the Lord and he says, yes, I'm going to do something, and he does all the time, I talk to him all the time, and then he doesn't do it, then I'll know he's as bad as you are. You're a liar. He'd be a liar too, and I wouldn't be able to serve him. Make you perfect in every good work to do his will, working in you that which is well-pleasing in his sight uh, through Jesus Christ. You think that it's well-pleasing to the Lord for uh, as he sees people sitting around doing nothing or telling lies or committing fornication or considering homosexuality, all these things, to whom be glory forever and ever. Well, uh, let's see, we've got... A little bit left, but I'm going to continue on with this chapter. So we'll take off from verse 22 on the next tape. Uh, okay. But right now, we're going to have to uh, read some letters. Where's the first one from? From Lovejoy, Georgia. Okay, let's hear it. It says, Dear Mr. Lamo, I'm writing to you from Lovejoy, Georgia. A couple of days ago, one of the Christian radio stations in Atlanta carried your program. It was quite long, but I heard a bit of your story about your experiences with the federal government. As terrible as your experience have, have been, I am glad that I had the opportunity to hear what you said. I am a victim of federal government tyranny and oppression as well. For the last three years of my life, I have lived a nightmare. I am presently in the R.A. Dayton Detention Center, which is a federal holding facility waiting to be transferred to federal prison in Beaumont, Texas. I am from Houston. The federal government took all my money, my home, property, and everything of value. They prosecuted me for crimes I did not commit. There was no evidence in my trial, just testimony by people they paid to accuse me. I was convicted and am headed to federal prison. My sentence is 17 and a half years, and I am 60 years old. I am a Christian man looking for answers in the Bible. I spent most of my tr time reading and studying the Word. I have great depression in my life because if I die today, I really don't know if I would go to heaven. I have a lot of confusion. I am saved but have lived in sin that has had a stronghold on me. I feel that the most important thing is getting myself right so I can go to heaven. I have little to no hope of ever having life outside of prison even though I have a strong appeal. The courts have ignored the law all through my case and were angry that I chose to fight rather than plead guilty to something I did not do. My story is too serious and would not be believed but by most people. Even if it was, most wouldn't care anyway. I was interested in what you said about the Roman Catholic Church and the Vatican. I come from a Masonic background and know much more than most would about this. The Illuminati. I have always thought... The Illuminati is a false doctrine that was uh, contrived by the Vatican. People shouldn't even read anything about the Illuminati because they're trying to say that it's the Jews that's running the world, and they're not. I mean, it's them, and they just come up with all kinds of lies like that. And a lot of people are deceived like this man, but I will definitely straighten him out. Okay, and then what else? I had always thought the Illuminati was the mastermind behind the one world government. I know at times the Illuminati and the Roman Catholic Church were enemies, or at least I thought so. No, they were one and the same. Then what else? Perhaps that understanding was a diversion of some kind. I don't know. I do believe the center of the one world government is in Rome. The Illuminati had their meetings secret back 
many centuries ago in Rome, and I believe the secret headquarters are still there. Okay, that's uh, true. Let's put a marker there, and we'll finish this tomorrow because it's time to pray. We're over a minute over here. So um, those of you that uh, want the truth, uh, the Vatican has so many false things out like that that uh, it just hooks a lot of people and even well-minded people, people that are really interested in the truth, and they get caught up in that sort of thing. So right now is the time to pray. And if you're seeking the Lord with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength, the Lord will cover you for sure. And, of course, you have to uh, do the work of the Lord and speak out when you're able to, when you learn the word. And it's time to start uh, not only learning, but receiving the word uh, into your heart. Now, Jesus is the word, and he wants you to, he wants to enter your heart. He wants you to receive him as your Lord and Savior. So you can do that. You can start out by saying this prayer. Say to the Lord, my Lord and my God, have mercy upon my soul, a sinner. I believe that Jesus Christ is the Son of the living God, and I believe that he died on the cross and shed his precious blood for the forgiveness of all my former filthy sins. And I believe that you, Father, raised Jesus from the dead by the power of the Holy Spirit. Say to the Lord, Lord, I open the door of my heart, and I invite you, Lord Jesus, Father God, Holy Spirit, into my heart. Wash all my former filthy sins away in the precious blood that you shed for me. You will not turn me away, Lord Jesus. You will save my soul, therefore I know that you have heard me. I know you're the truth. I know you've answered me, and I know that I'm saved. And I thank you, Lord Jesus, for saving my soul. Now just praise and thank the Lord because he loves that. I just read that to you. And Sharon, tell everybody our listening audience how to be able to receive a copy of this program number 704 704 it's free go to alamoministries.com or write to tony alamo christian ministries p.o box 6467 texarkana texas 75505 or call area code 479-782-7370 that's 479-782-7370 or fax to area code 479-782-7406. Praise the Lord. This is World Pastor Tony Alamos. And tune in tomorrow for another inspiring, truthful message on how to receive the kingdom of heaven one day at a time. And you know, a lot of people pray this prayer. Lord, teach me how to pray. Uh, a lot of people don't know how. All the Lord is just like... A person. Uh, he's easy to talk to. You don't have to yell out or scream or move your body back and forth. He's t- uh, he just you can hear he can hear you. He knows everything that's going on in your heart, soul, mind, and in your body. So here's J. D. Sumner in the Stamps Quartet uh, singing, "Lord, teach me how to pray." That I might see 
that I may know that you have 